Hello, everybody, and welcome to Get Lit Minute, your weekly podcast for all things poetic, poetry, and poets. This series is produced by Get Lit Words Ignite, a nonprofit organization that uses poetry and spoken word to increase literacy and empower young people. My name is Jasmine Minchez, and in this podcast, we focus on the lives, history, and works of classic poets and modern-day contemporary poets. Today, we're going to be talking about contemporary poet, performer, visual artist, and musician Anis Mojgani. As an artist interested in many mediums, Anis attended Savannah College of Art and Design, where he received a Bachelor of Fine Arts in Sequential Art and a Master of Fine Arts in Performing Arts. He recalled that his first influential experience with poetry was a creative writing class he took during his senior year of high school. Inspired by an article he read about slam poetry the summer before starting college, Mojgani decided to take poetry classes with the poet Jeffrey McDaniel, where he began to perform his own work out loud for the first time. What was so revelatory about spoken word, Mojgani shared in an interview with Literary Arts, was that its participatory qualities allowed for the audience to declare their relationship to the poetry as it is performed. To him, it was beautiful permission to be given as a young artist. Mojgani doesn't see spoken word as a new movement, but rather a part of a long tradition of oral storytelling. He has competed as a member of many slam poetry teams, including the 2007 Solomon Sparrow's Electric Whale Revival and the 2008 Junkyard Ghost Revival. He is a two-time individual champion of the National Poetry Slam, won first place in the 2007 World Cup Poetry Slam, and was featured on HBO's Deaf Poetry Jam TV series. For Mijgani, artistic inspiration comes from many sources. He has cited the poetry of Jeffrey McDaniel, Richard Brodigan, Charles Bukowski, Gregory Corso, Jack Kerouac, and Walt Whitman, as well as the art of Robert Rauschenberg and Basquiat as influences. Growing up, Mojgani's mom ran a children's bookstore, so much of his earliest inspiration came from sources that combined writing and visual arts, such as the works of illustrators Maurice Sendak and Chris Van Allsburg. Still, when he writes, Mojgani says, he finds himself turning to different modes of creative expression in order to access what he describes as his poetic release. Finding himself doodling or playing music to make his brain work in different ways, Mojgani says, that ultimately he feels the poetry is a medium that allows for him to make sense of himself and in turn what can help others make sense of their own identities and experiences. The author of five books of poetry and a forthcoming children's book, much of Mojgani's written work combines poetry with his own visual art, like his most recent collection, Pocket Knife Bible, which begins with first-person narratives from his childhood and follows with illustrations or pictorial poems and ends with the interaction between his childhood self and his adult persona. While Mojgani's work is generally optimistic, his collection, In the Pockets of Small Gods, relates the grief and loss he experienced in the wake of his divorce in 2015, as well as the memory of earlier periods of grief that the end of his marriage brought up for him, specifically the loss of his best friend Jeff to suicide in 2006. The collection utilizes Greek mythological models like the story of Orpheus, or Leda and Zeus, to conceive of Mojgani's personal experiences. Mojgani is the recipient of numerous residencies and honors, including a nomination for the National Book Award for his book of poetic storytelling, The Feather Room. In 2020, Mojgani was named the 10th Poet Laureate of Oregon, where he has lived since 2004 in Portland. I am overjoyed and honored to find the ways to further how, as Oregonians, we might become more known to one another, Mojgani said of his appointment to the role. 
A short poem with a long title, I'm going to be sharing Anis Majgani's poem, Hun, or We have both traveled from the other side of some hill, one side of which we may wish we could forget. This poem so masterfully uses repetition of simple lines, listen for it within the beautiful imagery. This is Hun, or we have both traveled from the other side of some hill, one side of which we may wish we could forget. Love me stupid, love me terrible, and when I am no mountain but rather a monsoon of imperfect thunder, love me, when I am blue in my face, from swallowing myself yet wearing my best heart, even if my best heart is a century of hunger, an angry mule breathing hard, or perhaps even hopeful, a small sun, little and bright. This poem's cadence and language feel like swallowing the warmth of that sun he mentions in those final lines. The subject matter heats up like the inside of a car at noon on a late August day. Like being wrapped in heat suddenly feels like you're in hell. And I imagine love to be the same. And I can only imagine, but it's poems like these, from poets like him, that just capture what I don't even know how to describe. Like, I'm reminiscing on something that I've never experienced, but that I know I will. Like I'm taking in advice from an older brother, or my father is telling me about something that I have yet to know, but I will one day. And it's reassuring, but at the same time, a little scary. Like, you know the feeling. Thank you all so much for joining us on All Things Anis Majgani. Make sure that you share this podcast with your friends and family members, and we will see you guys next week. Bye-bye.